Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Weekend Review on WAYO LP Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud if anyone freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the Moss Man Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Andy the Sandman Fargus, and bringing up the rear we have Doug the Slug Jordan, and bringing up the rear rear we have freaking Tady Arisha the freaking Snowman. Weakers! Tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our weekend freaking review. <gasps> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been two weeks since we last spoke. And I find myself thinking of the many hats we wear. Some of the hats are big, and some of the hats are small. Some of the hats rest upon the heads of those who are tall. And some of the hats rest upon the heads of those who are very, very short. On the verge of being a absolute hilarious freaking And that doesn't mean that they don't too cast a shadow and then the sun doesn't bleach their hair the same. These are living, breathing beings. The hats we wear say a great many things about us. Doug Jordan wears a very, very large hat. Maybe the largest sun hat you have ever seen. And it is because he had a bout of melanoma. And ever since, he has been very cautious. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, I would be cautious too, but I don't think that it will save the poor bastard. I think if the sun is out to get him, it will eventually catch what it is after for. Sandy the Sandman Vargas wears a very, very, very hilarious freaking hat, a drunk hat. And... It is too big for him. And he swims in the thing. And it is made by the brand Kanga. And he wears it backwards. And Teddy Rusher wears no hat at all. That's the hat he wears. Now Taylor the Moss Man Lofton wears a hat that is a helmet. And it is covered in moss. We do not always choose the hats we wear. But they are a reflection of what is inside our souls. And I want everybody, Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, and the panel to sort of think about this, ruminate on this subject as we go through the show, because it will be an overarching theme. Weakers and Tweakers, mark my words. This will come back time and time again throughout the episode, the days, the weeks, the months, the years. I got I got very lost in that monologue. I, I don't know. It was about hats. Yeah, we all wear hats, proverbially, or even maybe real. Mm. I, I don't wear a big sun hat. I don't think I've ever worn a a very big sun hat in my life. You had a malignant melanoma, and you must be very careful. And Sandy Vargas can attest to that. Um, this is the first thing I've heard of the malignant, the malignant, 
Mudak, the malignant melanoma. Um, but I, if I do recall, I mean, I believe there was a freaking time we all went for a freaking pizza day, and you had the biggest freaking sun hat I'd ever freaking seen in my life. Um, floppy as the Dickens it was. Uh, basically, a guy's freaking walking around with a big freaking umbrella strapped to his head like the freaking nerds from the freaking 80s movies who gets freaking bullied. How come I've never seen the sun hat if if you guys have such clear, vivid recollection of it. I'm, I'm, maybe you were freaking drunk as the Diggins on freaking Beach Day. I don't freaking, I don't know why you don't freaking recall your son had that. I, I think it's because it sits atop your head and you can't actually see it. Yeah, and Doug Jordan did get bullied that day, actually quite severely. We all mm-hmm. did. Um, there was mm-hmm. a group of young, mischievous ruffians down by the beach, and... They soiled all of our beach towels while we were swimming in the Great Lake, Ontario. And unfortunately, I ended up drinking too much water in the lake, had to go lay down, stretched out face first into my beach towel. It was soiled as a Dickens. Got it all in my mouth and face. They got us all that day, Doug Jordan. Your hat notwithstanding. So... Sometimes the hat we wear is urine and feces laid upon us by the mischievous workings of a group of young ruffians. I don't know. Are you seeing where I'm going with this? How this kind of connects to everything? I got urine in my mouth, Doug Jordan. Yeah, I, I understand, but I don't think you can classify wearing urine and feces as some sort of a hat. Because well, you know, it was kind of covered all over your body. I don't think you can wear urine as a hat. I guess you could wear it on your sleeve. It was also in my mouth, Doug Jordan. Or do yeah, you need disgusting. to not remember? Do I need to not remember? I no, I, I remember. All right. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees, Weakers, Tweakers. We have a great, absolutely freaking hilarious show. Probably the funniest show that we've ever done since the formation of this show. Now... We have some things we need to talk about. And I want to start with my week because for Weakers and Tweakers, Sandy, the Zang Meng Farkas, when we last spoke, laid a proclamation upon the audience. He said that he will co-author and co-produce a great, hilarious play. And he will put it on, on St. Crispin's Day, May 5th. Now, I have been run ragged, trying to come up with ways to produce a play. What do I know about producing a play? Zandy the Sandman Vargas says, I need you, Taylor. You're the only one. I said, Sandy the Sandman Vargas, I've never produced a play. What I don't know the first thing about plays. I have never been in the play business. For a while, I worked in a disc pit. Before that, I was a garbage man at the dump. I got fired from both those jobs, Doug Jordan. Now... I started making phone calls, ringing, dialing numbers, and called Marvel Givens. I said, Marvel, what do you know about plays? And breathing heavily on the other line, obviously thinking a lot. He said, I know very much about plays, almost everything there is to know about plays. He said he played Chief Bromden. I said, but Chief Bromden is supposed to be very tall and large, not just very, very wide and short and squat. But nevertheless, 
Givens is in. He wants to help any way that he can. I said, God bless you. And then I obviously called up Mr. Mogaduzu. I said, we're definitely going to need you. Sandy, the same man, Farkas, has requested your presence. So when you get out of that hospital, we need to focus on rehabilitating you while working on this great play that Sandy and I are writing. I also called up Stu Gatz. Stu Gatz did not respond. I must not have the right number. But what we are doing is we are gathering our resources now. That is step one. Step one is usually writing the play, but right now we're gathering resources to see what kind of play we're going to end up writing. And Sandy the Sandman can tell you all about the play that we are working on. Sandy, please. Um, so many things that I want to freaking touch upon immediately. Um, first of all, at no point did I ever say that this play would be freaking co-authored, um, by the two of us. That's, that's a freaking ship that you freaking jumped on. Um, please be quiet. Uh, furthermore, um, I did ask for your freaking assistance, and you said, should I round up the regular gang? And I said, please don't. I knew you men, freaking Marvel Givens, Mr. Mogadusu, Stu Gatz I hadn't thought about, and he would probably be freaking hilarious, um, especially for the freaking comic relief character I'm, I'm working on right now. Um, I did reach out to freaking um, Doug Jordan, uh, because I know freaking Sunze uh, would put on some of the freaking plays at his freaking son's freaking school, and I thought maybe he'd be a good person to be involved with. Um, Doug, I don't know if you ever freaking reached out to freaking Sunze. Uh, I, I haven't sent him a message yet, but uh, thank okay. you for so you a failed, reminder. You, you have freaking failed me as well. Um, well no, I'm writing it down on a post to know right now. Call Sunjay about plays for Sandy. Thank you. Um, I don't freaking want freaking Mogu Dusu involved. I definitely don't want freaking Marvel Givens involved. And and I have already freaking begun writing this freaking play. So the all the information you freaking gave is is a little um, freaking news to me. Well, nevertheless, it is not the kinship you seek. It is the kinship that seeks you. And that is what we have at this moment. I also made a phone call, a quick phone call to Gaston. He is not physically able to use a telephone at this time. So I was advised to text message or email. I sent him an email. I have not gotten a response. Yeah. And he would have been freaking perfect for maybe the freaking lead role um, before his freaking body became freaking burnt to a freaking crisp uh, because he was very freaking flamboyant and freaking theatric in his mannerisms uh, before he um, took a great freaking fall, I believe, um, and left him unable to uh, perform freaking physically and I can imagine freaking sexually. Yeah. 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 Well, nevertheless, he you were will. the cause of the great fall. Yeah. Please be quiet. I wasn't done that. speaking. Okay, you left that out. I just wanted. I wasn't freaking done speaking. I'm sorry for interrupting. I wasn't done freaking speaking. I'm sorry for interrupting. I wasn't freaking done speaking. Okay, please continue. Um, I would, I would, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, I would like to take this, uh, freaking opportunity. Um, though I, I've been freaking taking very much, uh, pen to freaking paper, 
Um, I haven't, I mean, I'm, what I've begun with and started with is a freaking treatment. Um, and I know that I need to start moving very freaking fast. Uh, if I want to freaking, uh, make the premiere date of a uh, freaking St. Crispin's day, um, which is, as everyone knows, freaking May the 5th. Um, but, um, I do have a freaking, um, a freaking log line that I'm, um, would be happy to freaking share with everyone if, uh, if, if they freaking like Yes, please. Can I just ask a quick question before you? What is St. Crispin's Day? I've never heard of St. Crispin's Day before. Well, St. Crispin's Day is May the 5th, I believe. So it, it will be May. the premiere. So, uh, yeah, history, freaking history, history will tell you that freaking May the 5th um, is freaking St. Crispin's Day. But uh, henceforth, um, moving uh, from this from this freaking St. Crispin's Day onward, it will always also be uh, known as uh, the day that this freaking play freaking premiered. Uh, any further questions, Doug, or, or can I finally freaking speak now? Yeah, I mean, you guys didn't really answer the question. You just kind of said. It's a holiday. St. Crispin's Day is May the 5th. It's a freaking religious holiday, Doug. It's a St. Crispin. Um, I believe it marks the feast of St. Crispin. Yeah. Like they ate St. Crispin or? He's, you know, he prepared a freaking feast. Doug, I mean, this, I pick up a freaking Bible if you want to freaking learn these things. That's yeah. in the Bible. Saint it's Christmas in a freaking, Day it's in a freaking, is in the Bible. It may not be in the Bible that you have in your freaking drawer uh, next to your freaking bed, but it is definitely in a freaking text, an ancient freaking text. Um, I'm, and I'm sure you've freaking seen it. I know I've freaking seen it. Well, what yeah. ancient text would it be in? It could be freaking the book of the Corinthians. Um Deuteronomy, maybe. Perhaps, yeah, perhaps a lesser-known freaking text, Doug, um, of ancient freaking scrawlings. And the thing about these ancient texts is that a lot of the scrolls ended up going missing. So we have no real way of knowing what was in the text when it was in the text and what has been wasted over the years. Yeah, and some of these freaking tomes, Doug, have been freaking translated and translated and translating into different freaking languages, uh, and and different and different freaking writings. That I mean, they're, they're, it's really quite difficult to even trace it all the way back to when it was first. Um, well, you know, freaking when freaking Christmas first had his freaking feast, but it was May the freaking fifth, and I was wondering if maybe I could continue speaking now, Doug, if you're freaking done asking freaking questions. I mean, you've been speaking the whole freaking time. So is that a yes? Is that I can continue freaking speaking, or do you need do you need do you have any more freaking questions? I mean, it was kind of a non-answer, but it's fine. We can move on. You just said Saint Crispin's Day may or may not be in an ancient tome that's out there somewhere it that we don't really know about. Ancient tome. I've said. I've said. I feel like I've said a hundred times now. It's in an ancient freaking text. Do your own freaking research. Now is probably not the freaking time. Okay, I'm gonna look into it. Okay. Um. Thank you for the blessing. I didn't. God bless you. Everybody, please shut the up. Uh, the title of the play is The Old Man and the Sperm A Tale of Sky and Sea. <clears throat> and this is the freaking log line. Uh, Stanley, a bitter and vengeful eagle, grounded by an injury inflicted by a great sperm whale, finds his quest for retribution challenged by the unexpected companionship of a beautiful, blonde, busty blue jay leading him on a journey of healing, forgiveness, and the discovery of a new life beyond his vendetta. And this is scheduled uh, for St. Christmas Day. 
2024. Man, that is very freaking interesting. That is very interesting indeed. And I can't wait to see how we end up making the birds real inside the theater. Yeah. And the whale. Yeah. I feel like it probably needs to be a pretty big theater if we're going to somehow have a whale and birds. Yeah. At the same time. It's going to be a very freaking big freaking theater. Yeah. We're going to need to pull out all the freaking stops for this one because... If it's going to match up with what I freaking dreamed up, um, yeah, because we got to go freaking big with it. Yeah. Well, God bless you, Sandy. God bless me for helping, and God bless the play. And what is the name again? I didn't remember coming up with a title with you. It's called The Old Man and the Sperm, A Tale of Sky and Sea. And the old man is a bird. Yeah. Okay. He meets a woman who freaking nurses him back to freaking health, but he has a vendetta against a great sperm whale who freaking attacked him and probably, I think I'm going to add that it freaking killed his freaking best friend. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Now, Doug the Slug, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you and how was your week? Uh, yeah, no, uh, thank you for the hor- the horny, thank you for the blessing and uh, I'm not horny and, um, my week's been fine. You know, uh, nothing much to report. You know, working, working, doing some stuff on my models. Uh, I like the new snowblower. Um, it's doing, it did pretty well during the, the storm we had uh, this past Saturday and the, the, the previous Saturday. So, uh, yeah, it's it just it blows it blows a lot of snow. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Or I guess it was good timing. Yeah. Well, you know, winter was right around the corner, so yeah, time to get a new snowblower. Well, and the other one was broken. I did want to make mention that I am also very happy with the snowblower because when I turn it on and seat myself upon thee it the vibrations create a very pleasing feel up through the bottom of my anus through the loins of my genitals and i am thrust into arousal and till of course the object of my desire comes to complacent so thank you doug yeah thank you for letting me know that you're turning on my snowblower and sitting on it uh, until you ejaculate, it sounds like. Uh, I will probably be removing the keys, and I will no longer be having you do that. Well. So thank you for the information. Well, God bless you. Teddy of freaking Michael Richards, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you, and how was your week? Uh... Uh, thank you for the blessing. First of all, very freaking horny, and uh, I'm doing good. Just got back from vacation. What do you mean? Where did you go on vacation? Uh, I went to Scottsdale. Arizona? Mm-hmm. What did you do there? For vacation? Yeah, for vacation. What was... Has anything happened on vacation? Was it a good vacation? What did you do? Um, stayed at a stayed at a uh, Holiday Inn and um, just you know walked around Scottsdale. 
Hmm. I'm not very familiar with Scottsdale. What do they have to offer by way of tourism? Oh, well, you know, they got a lot of places to eat. They got a couple McDonald's. They got, um, I think I stopped at a Burger King at one point, and uh, I actually went and saw a movie. So, um, yeah, no, it was great. Scottsdale's nice. Huh. It sounds kind of like you just went to a couple of McDonald's and a Burger King and did you do anything else or? Um, no, not really. I just kind of walked around town for a bit. Did the hotel have a pool or? No. Was it a very expensive trip for you or? <laughs> um, you know, it, it was, uh, yeah, a little. I mean, the plane ticket, I kind of got it last minute, so it cost me like, I don't know, 700 bucks round trip. Well, God bless you on your return, and God bless you for your trip, and God bless Scottsdale, Arizona. Thanks. Tweakers, tweakers, throw freaking singers. We've got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get to that, we have one quick segment for you now. Taylor's Thought Desk. I don't know about you, but I find that with all the streaming possibilities, Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Hulu, YouTube, Tubi, Disney+, Paramount+, Plus, all black peacock yuku apple tv stars iflix crackle zumo pluto tv abima plex tv gaga ulala blaze tv alt balaji actress player premium some tv viva max nebula philo telessa acorn tv hey you fubu tv binge aha royal bioscope smash britbox claro video lamino shaheed stan noggin bet crunchyroll and from animation craze global play rakuten tv Mubi, and jio cinema it's actually harder than ever to find the perfect picture I usually end up curling up cozy with my cat Donovan and popping in a perfect Borno. Cinema della Arte, a la carte. See, this is one that I sort of freaking agree with. No, yeah, I liked this one. This, this one, I can make a different time. Yeah, informative, kept me engaged the whole time. Perfect ending. Yeah. Thank you for the thank you for the information. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's just so difficult. You end up just growing. Yeah, it's a good thought. Good thought desk. Some of these I haven't even freaking ever freaking heard of. Gaga Ulala for for freaking instance. I can't freaking imagine what that was. Yeah. Rakuten TV sounds pretty good. Yeah. Nebula. Altipalaji. Crackle. Probably has some funny stuff on there. Yeah, Altipalaji sounds hilarious. So does Noggin. I like Som TV. Yuku. Yuku's pretty good. Mm. Crunchyroll. Aha. Uh-huh. Which I assume that probably just a channel that streams 
music videos all day from the band Aha. Hmm. Yeah. Tweakers, tweakers, Phil Freaking Seekers, we've got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Gary Busey made headlines after pulling his pants down and exposing his penis while urinating in public, according to TMZ. The eccentric actor was spotted pulling down his sweatpants and relieving himself in Malibu. According to onlookers, Busey urinated into a bus along a wall near a newsstand in the Ritzy Beats community. Busey is no stranger to making media splashes. Back in September, Busey was accused of a hit and run. A woman claimed he hit her car in Malibu parking lot and she chased him down only for Gary to blow her off and drive away. Busey is not expected to face any charges for either incident. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, Gary Boosie is back. Uh, yeah. Um, this is freaking news. Uh, because I think, uh, I know for a fact that I have often wondered when is, when is Boosie going to freaking be back? Mm-hmm. And it's clear as day now that it's freaking today. It yeah. is finally freaking happened, and freaking Boosie is freaking back. Yeah, and I'm I'm super excited to see whatever film he comes out with next. Uh, I mean, it's been a while since Hollywood had a star power where the person could expose themselves and urinate in public and also hit someone with their car and drive away and not face any charges. That's yeah. I mean, we, we've been missing that from Hollywood for a long time, and I'm happy to have it. Not to mention when he blew this woman's head off. Yeah. What? It says right there at the end, he said, she chased him down only for Gary to blow her head off and drive away. And I guess he must have had a freaking shotgun or something and freaking blew her freaking head off. Yeah, or like a stick of dynamite. Well, I don't think and, that's what it meant. I don't. I mean, it's one of those things where they, the cops said, look, I don't think there's anything we can freaking do about this. Well, you make a good point. I think that Gary Busey is going to do what Gary Busey is going to do. He's been doing it for long enough, Dick Jordan. Now, the man has had a severe head injury from a motorcycle accident many years ago. Prior to that, he was normal as a can of peas, Dick Jordan. But now his mind is withered and adled. A big pile of mush inside of a thin eggshell. And I feel like if the wind blows between his ears hard enough, he could snap at any moment. Now, do we think he'll kill again? I don't know. But if you're chasing him down in a car, you must know that you're playing with a ticking time bomb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I don't think he killed anybody. It says Gary... To blow her off, not blow her head off. Blow her head off, yeah. Yeah, she was blowing him. No, it's not. It says she. She. It says he blew her off. I mean, she. He just probably drove away. And he freaking drove away. They were freaking. So they were freaking hooking up. They were. They were starting to become sexually freaking active. Mm-hmm. He blew her shoulders off. Mm-hmm. Freaking drove, threw her out of the car and drove away. And they can't freaking do anything to stop him. 
He's well, going to get away he, with it. Did he? Do you think he blew her, her head off or he blew her shoulders off? Because now I'm just getting confused. Well, I heard. I originally heard he blew her head off, and then I think just a moment ago I heard that he blew her shoulders off, which I can't even freaking imagine how anybody freaking does. But if somebody's going to freaking do it, it's probably freaking Gary Busey. Yeah. He's an erratic man, Dick Jordan. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing that Gary Busey isn't a crazy guy. I'm just saying I don't think he blew anybody's head or shoulders off. Well, in public. Yeah, he did do that. He did. We got video evidence of it. I saw the picture. They blurred out his dangly Johnson, Doug Jordan. The only thing that we wanted to see, I don't want to just see the crazy face of Gary Busey. Yeah, I gotta see his Wanna see him hanging brain. Last week, a South Carolina couple was found dead in a quote extremely hot home where the theater measured over 1,000 degrees, according to people. The elderly couple, 84 year old Joan Littlejohn and 82 year old Glenwood Fowler, were found dead after authorities entered their home and discovered temperatures in the house exceeded 120 degrees. Family members requested a welfare check after the couple had been unresponsive to phone calls. The pair were found inside their bedroom. Paramedics reported that their bodies exceeded 106 degrees. After emergency crews deactivated the heater, quote, they then measured the temperature of the heater itself and it measured at over 1,000 degrees. According to reports, family members had last been to the home to help their parents with their heater. The family went on to tell police they noticed that the heater's pilot light was out, per the report. Once they fidgeted with it, it came back on, and they left the house. So this is absolutely freaking hilarious. Now, these two people cooked themselves in an oven, Doug Jordan. High-degree heat. They were roasting turkeys. And the turkeys were themselves. Now, was this a... Cry for help. But one devious act before the final curtain call. The final curtain call. Or was this an act of revenge? Premeditated. Planned by the family. So they could get that house with the special heater that gets super hot. The giant oven house in the hills of South Carolina. Or perhaps a crime of freaking passing. Mm. You have two elderly people, a freaking couple, freaking Nora Little John and Glenwood Fowler, um, in the hills of freaking South, South Carolina, and they're ratcheting up the freaking heat and getting freaking sweaty and coming together like two freaking melting candles. Pushing their bodies together and becoming one. Are you asking me this question? I was, yeah, I was asking you specifically, Doug. Did I forget to say, did I forget to say freaking Doug? Well, no, well, Taylor said Doug, and then he did the thing where he kind of just keeps trailing off in his thought, and then you just picked it up and kind of continued the thought and asked a different question. So I wasn't sure if the question was posed towards me or if it was just towards Why don't you just answer the, the question? Just answer the question. Answer the question. I, I don't know. I guess it could be any of those things. My my yeah. mind went to foul play when they said the family was going to be, the, the family showed up, they quote-unquote fixed the heater, and then they freaking left. 
You know, I actually, I agree with Sandy. It's probably a crime of passion. I once played with myself inside a sauna and passed out, and I'd have freaking died if someone hadn't walked in and found me. Yeah. And indeed, it says here in the article that freaking Glenwood Little John was freaking fidgeting with his Little John um, in the freaking basement, or where I think. So that sounds like there was something, something. Sex, at least something sexual. Yeah. Uh, so... Perhaps it was one passionate love experience, and then horribly wrong. Lights out. Yeah, the candle it, flickered and died. It didn't. There are worse ways to freaking go, Doug Jordan, and you have to freaking admit that, don't you? Why is everybody asking me about this specific situation? Now, Doug, do you know what the? the average temperature of the hills of South Carolina get? The hills? The yes. roaring hills of South Carolina, Doug. Do you know how hot they get in the freaking temperature? I have no I have no idea how hot the hills is. South Carolina is known for two things, Doug Jordan. It's hills and it's heat. Mm-hmm. This is I, a very hot and tepid area. Yeah. And I believe it Sometimes in the summer it can go past 120. Mm. Yeah. And the That's rolling the hills, what? Well, it's the winter right now. This took place in the winter. But they don't experience winter like we do, Dick Jordan. Yeah, but it still gets colder, I'm assuming. Sometimes it gets hotter in the winter, some places. Ever heard of Australia? Well, that's on a different hemisphere. Tweakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a quick segment to get to here that we've been meaning to get to for a while. Our weeks describe the animal. It's another installment, and this one is about the difference between an aardvark and an anteater. So, everybody knows an aardvark and an anteater are basically the same, but nobody knows why. And what makes them different? Also, people have trouble saying that. So, what do we know about an aardvark? And then we'll talk about what we know about an anteater, and if they're the same, we'll settle it now. So, without further freaking ado, Doug, to Sandy, the Sandman, Vargas, start with Advark, please. Um, first of all, what do you mean this is the newest installment of this segment? I don't think we've ever done our weeks describe the animal before. Well, I believe we had. I thought we did a dog one time. Okay, maybe we did. Yeah, no, maybe I don't think that happened. No, I think we, did, we might have done it with it because uh, when you said we did it with a dog, I think that actually sounds familiar. Um, we were just talking about a dog. We, what would we have compared a dog to? I think we were just cat. describing a dog. Yeah, we're just yeah. talking about what a dog is like. Because I remember saying it has a freaking tail, the tail freaking wags and um, freaking floppy ears and freaking flopping penis. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, regardless, I'm getting freaking out of myself. Um, am I doing freaking aardvark or anteater? Aardvark. I gotta tell you, I don't know what the freaking difference is between these two freaking things. Um, I think the aardvark is the one, it either has a freaking very long pointed proboscis, um, does aardvark have a very long pointed proboscis? I uh, yes. believe it does. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how else to read. No, I'm looking it. it up. I looked at anteaters. Seem like they have a longer pointed proboscis. Aardvark looks like more like they got like a, a pig, a pig snout. 
So you're saying the aardvark is like a pig? It kind of looks like that. I wouldn't say that the aardvark's more pig-like. Hmm. Why don't you just call it a pig? Well, because it's not a pig. It's an, it's an aardvark. Well, what does it do, Doug Jordan, if you know That's so much? That's very, very interesting. Yeah. It's a medium-sized burrowing nocturnal mammal native oh, to Africa. See, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this freak of nature right now. Um, it's got sort of the ears of a freaking bunny rabbit, and it's got the tail and body of a possum. It's got the face of a freaking pig, um, freaking snout of a freaking pig, legs of a freaking rat. Um, and there's a little bit of a freaking kangaroo thing going on with its freaking yeah, face as well. Yeah, I was well. going to say kangaroo a little bit. Yeah, kind of a dog look, too. I mean, a little bit of a dog and a rat, and possum, pig, rabbit, kangaroo. Yeah. You know, Arthur from the show Arthur was an aardvark. I didn't realize that. Irrelevant nothing like this. Yeah, it doesn't. It looks more like a hamster or something. It looks like a person with ears on the top of its head. I always saw Arthur, and I didn't realize that it was an animal. I just thought it was a person with ears on the top of its head. Okay, so we nailed that down. Now, what is an anteater? I'm looking up a picture of an anteater. It looks just like an aardvark. Yeah. They look different. It looks, they look way different. It looks like an aardvark that had sex with a skunk. Is anybody looking at one of these close-ups of the, the anteater's face with its freaking eyes? And it, yeah. First of all, and it's, its nose. Has its proboscis sort of, looks like a friggin' uh, yeah. Is there I, I, I think we're looking at the same picture because the proboscis looks like a friggin' penis, and it's got a little tip on the end of it. Yeah, like a circumcised penis. Yeah. Well, it's a it's snout. Got, it's a snout. It's a, yeah, but Doug, I mean, I've seen lots of animals with friggin' snouts. None of them have little friggin' penis tips on the end. I was gonna say none of them have reminded me so much of a penis than an eater. Yeah, and they got like a long tongue that comes out, Dick Jordan. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of that now. Freaky, very small little tongue. And that tongue has a mouth on it that shoots out acid and, and burrows into its prey. Now, what do these things eat? Let's talk about that. Mm. It's in the name. No. They're ant eaters. Well, what, what about the aardvark then? It looks like yeah. a pig. I imagine he eats slop, which is what pigs eat. It eats, actually, uh, it says ants and termites. See, I told wait, wait, you. Which one? Which one eats that? Aardvarks eat So what does an anteater eat? Well, uh... Because how, does, how does any of the... How, do, how am I supposed to believe that any of these things eat freaking one ant at a freaking time and they're able to freaking sustain their freaking lifestyle? There's a lot of protein in ants, I think. Duh. A lot of nutrients. They're freaking tiny. You can't just eat this thing with this little freaking tongue. Is just you tell me he's just licking up an ant at a freaking time, and that's it. Well, no, they probably eat a whole freaking mound of ants. Well, nevertheless, think? Doug Jordan, how would they find a whole mound of ants? You ever find a mound of ants? It comes happens once a year. I feel like you see a mound of ants. Well, not where they're located. Well, Maybe they got mounds of ants all over the place. Nevertheless, uh, I will it, go. Mo- what? It says anteaters also eat ants and termites. Okay, well, so, so it's an aardvark. So they're There's the no same. They, yeah, they're uh, the same. Move they're to the same. strike. Ants and aardvarks are the same. 
Last week, Microsoft billionaire Steve Ballmer announced the, quote, wall of sound addition to his forthcoming sports palace, the Intuit Dome, according to a press conference with the sports team owner. Quote, it's 51 rows, top to bottoms. It's steeper than anything you can see from this vantage point to try to bring the fans in closer to the game. That will be a clipper-only zone. We see people from other places because of all the transplants in L.A. You actually have to register for what we call a chuck mark you have to follow us on instagram you have to buy a jersey you have to have been a season ticket holder three or four different things you can pick from but you're not going to sit there if you're not really on our team and that's the big wall bomber said so geez louise down on my knees steve balmer is at it again And Big Balmer is coming up with some big ideas. Now, do I agree with him? Not necessarily because I'm not sure what he's talking about here. I do know that he mentioned that you will have to register with a checkmark. What does that mean and what is that going to entail? To sit at this big wall. Now, they call this 51 rows. of The steepest wall you've ever seen. A wall of sound. That's the big wall, Doug Jordan. And to be part of this big wall, you have to do you have to do many arduous tasks. When he is speaking in this quote here, I do not know what he is talking about. Tady Risher, your thoughts now, please, on the explanation of this story. Well, I mean, the explanation is really that there's no explanation. Steve Ballmer is an absolutely insane person, and there's no comprehending what he's talking about, what he's referencing. Don't know how he bought the Clippers. And um, it, this big wall sounds like a, a like a load of crap to me. I don't think it's true. I, I call his bluff, and I call out Steve Ballmer right now. Call the show, Steve Ballmer, and I'll put you on blast. I don't care. Might even win a prize or two. Yeah. So, why does he call it a Chuck Mark? What? It's like the Clippers mascot, like Chuck the Clipper or something. Why is it? It says Chuck C H U K C H U C K Mark. Yeah, it's a Chuck Mark. You have to register for for one of them in order to yeah. sit on the big wall. But what's the? Why is it called Chuck and not Check Mark? Well, that's the one thing Steve got right. Yeah, I believe originally they did used to call the symbol we now know as a check mark a check mark. But over time it disseminated. Why and is he saying what we call a chuck mark? What do you mean? I don't understand the question. What is the question that you're asking? You actually have to register for what we call a chuck mark that's in the freaking copy. Yeah. So there's they're calling it a chuck mark specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're saying, well, we actually used to, everybody in the etymology of the word checkmark used to call it a chuckmark, which I don't think is freaking true. Doug, there are freaking fascinating freaking ancient texts uh, that date all the way back to the beginning of freaking language. Um, 
Squirrels. That, that they, these, some of these tasks hold some of the freaking answers that you freaking seek, and that freaking so clearly confuse you to, to such great freaking lengths. Um, the freaking issue being that these freaking texts have been freaking translated over eons and eons and eons and decades and centuries, and possibly even freaking millennia, that there's really no way to freaking follow the freaking etymology all the way back to the freaking, well, the freaking prefaces of freaking language, if I'm being freaking honest with you. And, and so sometimes you just need him shut the hell up, freaking zip your freaking lid, and 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 just freaking be quiet, and 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 freaking and no one to shut the hell up. If I'm being honest with you, man, that was rude and didn't really answer the question. I feel like I definitely did answer the freaking question, Doug. You just, just said there are ancient texts again. This is the second time in this show that you've just because you didn't freaking listen to text. me when I said it the freaking first time. If, then maybe you would have freaking known to be quiet. And there are ancient texts. Nobody's arguing that, Doug Jordan. How could you argue that? I've seen it with my own eyes. But I'm just saying, just saying, there are ancient texts is not a rel- is not a valid answer. Well, wow. Doug, what the whole point is that the ancient texts, which there are, have all the answers in them. If you would go read them, for Christ's sake. But I don't yeah. know which ancient text to freaking. I'm even pointed. Well, now there's scrolls. Honestly, now now I feel like you're arguing that there aren't freaking ancient texts at all. And 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 if that's what you're trying to freaking say, then you are a freaking damn fool. And and you should be ashamed of yourself. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm not saying there are no ancient texts in the world. But to be perfectly honest with you, you would be hard-pressed to get your hands on some of these texts because they are very, very old, and they are very secretive. So good luck trying to find them is all I'm saying. Last week, actor Kit Harrington opened up about his mental health struggles according to Deadline. During an interview with wellness podcast Hidden 20%, Harrington said he entered rehab in 2019 for alcoholism and was diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactive disorder while there. The Game of Thrones alum now says he's sober and present and is focused on his children, who he shares with Game of Thrones co-star and wife Rose Leslie. Quote, my head wants to go to every other thing in the room at once, he said, adding that he is sometimes restless when he plays with his young children. Game of Thrones, where he memorably played Jon Snow from 2011 to 2019, saw instant fame, which was hard on him. Quote, I tried to project this image of utter sophistication and coolness about what I was doing, but genuinely being sort of terrified about everything. That led to a downward spiral when it was coming to an end. Quote, that is a dangerous rabbit hole to fall down because you find all of the bad stuff that people are saying as well as the nice stuff, he said. So, this is one sick nut. That much I know. And a cry for help, probably not crying loud enough, if you know what I mean, Doug Jordan. You can't fix this, what is wrong with Jon Snow. No. If they could medicate it, they would. If there was something in his brain that they could go up through his nose and cut out, and he'd be fine, they would. But obviously, whatever is sick inside him has taken over, and he has become more virus than host at this point. The, uh, 
I'm confused because doesn't the story say that he's sober now? It was alcoholism. He was also diagnosed with ADHD, and and that's incurable. More, you can't cure that. Well, they got medicine. There's medicine for it. Yeah, okay. there's a medicine, Doug, and it's having yourself freaking committed. Yeah, it's called Get, a swift putting, kick in the ass, Doug. Putting the freaking straps on you, freaking getting yourself freaking strapped down to the freaking table, letting them go through your freaking nose, pull out a chunk of your freaking brain, calling freaking Chief Brown, and he comes in with a freaking pillow. He freaking smothers you. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. He grabs a giant water cooler, throws it through a window, escapes himself. He's crazier than all of them. Or you could argue that he's freaking the more the more freaking sane one, Doug. Keeping his mouth st- shut. And and here's the thing you got to understand, Doug. We stole Native American lands when we came to this country. Yeah, that is a freaking universal freaking truth, Doug. Are we talking about Chief Bromden now, or are we still no, talking, we're talking about, about Kit mental Harrington. illness? Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington's issues. Yeah. Is, I mean, it, is it freaking too early to to enter into that freaking padded room, Doug? Well, and I knew this was going to happen when I got a hold of his test scores when they were published. And I said, oh, my God, look at these test scores. These are off the charts, below anything we've ever seen before. Yeah. I mean, and I fail to compare him to uh, another case study that I have ever looked over before. That's for sure. That's for sure, for sure. I'd never seen another case study quite like this one. I mean, the closest probably being freaking Gary freaking Busey, but I mean, Doug, still the numbers are just, I mean, there's so much far greater than that. It's, it's really incomparable, which is, which is freaking saying something, Doug. I find it kind of hard to believe that anybody's looked at a case study in their lives. About- I saw the scores. I saw the scores yeah. for sure. Well, how do you read the scores? What are, they're they're, what are the things? They published that- them back in the, a little while ago. How does anybody read, Doug? Yeah. I mean, Doug, I mean, Doug this, I mean this is really... I, I remember at the top of the hour, they said the theme of this freaking show is going to be the, the hats we wear. But really, Doug, I mean, the theme is becoming very freaking evident. This is freaking, this just freaking texts, Doug. I mean, people are freaking, uh, this is, you need to freaking read if you're going to freaking know anything. Yeah. Well, the, so the theme of the show is the texts we read. No, the theme is hats. It's hats. It. But sometimes hats, you can read more from someone's hat than you might be able to from uh, any text, especially ones that are very ancient and hard to find. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite a stretch, but I see what you're trying to do. Yeah. So, sometimes the hats have words on them. Yeah. That's true. So, well, have you we, ever seen an ancient hat before? Because I don't think I've ever seen that, an ancient that's hat. That's not what we're talking about. Ridiculous question. And yeah, a wizard hat is ancient. So. Nevertheless, now we pray for Kit Harrington, and though our prayers, I'm sure, will go unanswered and no results will be seen, we mm. await his downfall. We will mm-hmm. circle back to this story. Mm. I'm sure sooner than later. Last week, a Chinese marathon runner was disqualified for chain smoking through an entire race, according to the Toronto Sun. The 52 year old man, known only as Uncle Chen, was disqualified from the Ziegmin Marathon after completing the 26.2 mile race in 3 hours and 33 minutes. The Ziegmin Marathon Committee issued a statement announcing the disqualification for violating the articles in the Ziegmin Marathon rules and regulations. Quote, Un- 
uncivilized behavior from runners such as open defecation, smoking or trampling on flower beds or green spaces that affect the race and the safety of other runners will result in disqualification. Article 2.12 states... Uncle Chen's popularity has grown since competing in several marathons while smoking. The Chinese Athletics Association implemented the rule change to promote healthy living and curb public smoking. So, geez louise, down on my knees. What we have is an absolutely hilarious story. Now, Doug Jordan, your thoughts. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty impressive for somebody to run a three and a half to 26.2 miles in three and a half hours while smoking, uh, the entire time. I'd, I'd say that's pretty impressive. I don't think you should take the, the metal away from him. I don't think he won the race. I don't believe that. No, he, he definitely didn't win the race. He was smoking the entire time yeah. he got outpaced by hours. Yeah. You, okay. Some people run these races, Doug Jordan, two two hours, just post two hour time limits. For two for twenty six point two miles, yeah. run run in two hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, still, I mean, good on him for running for three and a half hours. Sandy Farkas, what can we? Oh, sorry, expect- I was speaking. That's fine can we expect from uncle Chen in the future now that his racing days may be over? Um, I think perhaps, um, I know that they're freaking hiring at freaking Wang noodle right now. So if, if he wants to come over to freaking America and work at the freaking Chinese restaurant, freaking next door to Otago grill, um, Maybe, you know, if he's really down on his luck, I'm sure that they'd freaking take him in. Well, they'd take him in in a heartbeat. Guy like that. Committed guy like that. Well, those guys are all freaking chain smokers, too. So I figure, you know, they'd be in good freaking company. I I don't know if he can freaking cook, but maybe he could freaking do the phones for a little while. I don't know if he can speak English, but um, maybe he can freaking clean the toilets. Uh, I I don't know. You know, it's... uh, if running's not going to freaking work out with him because of his freaking lifestyle, then it's time to freaking find a new freaking hobby, I think. Yeah. Now, they did mention here uh, devious, uncivilized behavior from runners, such as open defecation. I feel like I would be more impressed if somebody ran a three-hour, 33-minute marathon while openly defecating. And that also would make it very easy for you to follow them, know where they've been exactly, step by step. Because they'd leave a trail behind them. Trail of waste, Jordan. Oh. I mean, it's, you know, this isn't like freaking Hansel and Gretel and getting freaking lost in the freaking magical woods. This is, I mean, there's a freaking route that they're all racing on, so it's not like they're... Be like, oh, where, where the heck are we freaking going? Oh, we'll follow the, his, Uncle Chen's freaking trail of turds. And hopefully we get to the finish line. I mm. can imagine Chen yelling back, follow, follow the stench. All right, so you didn't freaking listen to me. Wakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it's been a great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and horny for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week.
Jesus oh, Louise. I thought that went quite well. Felt like we spent a good deal of time explaining to Doug Jordan the the history of ancient texts and and the intricacies of reading and and all that. So I I can't really agree with you. Yeah, I I think about how many more news stories we'd be able to get to if we didn't have to stop every freaking five seconds and explain to Doug that if he were to just freaking read a little bit more, um, we wouldn't have to freaking explain so many things to him. Yeah. Think of how many of my questions would have been answered if you just gave me an answer to the question instead of saying oh, there are ancient texts that exist somewhere. But there are, Doug Jordan, that's the thing. But I feel like Doug Jordan represents a certain subset of listeners, and his presence here on the panel is a tool for communicating with that subset. And that subset is often weakers, tweakers who cannot read or don't read. Or don't know Mayo about tires. ancient scores. Yes, may, I, yeah, the Mayo Tarts. Yeah, Mayo Tarts. Yeah. yeah. So, you're right. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. Thank you, Doug. I don't think. Thank, thank you for your service. God bless you. I don't care anymore. God bless you, everyone. This has been a production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester. Thank you for the blessing.